Our gospel story this morning comes to us from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew in the 13th chapter. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus put before the crowds another parable. The kingdom of heaven may be compared to someone who sowed good seed in his field. While everybody was asleep, an enemy came and sowed weeds among the wheat. And then they went away. So when the plants came up and bore green, then the weeds appeared as well. And the slaves of the householder came and said to him, Master, did you not sow good seed in your field? Well, where then did these weeds come from? He answered, an enemy has done this. The slave said to him, then do you want us to go and gather them up? He replied, no, for in gathering the weeds, you will uproot the wheat among them. Let both of them grow together until the harvest, and at the harvest time, I will tell the reapers, collect the weeds first and bind them in bundles to be burned, to gather the wheat into my barn. Then he left the crowds and he went into the house. And his disciples approached. Explain to us the parable of the weeds. And he answered, the one who sows good seed is the son of man field is the world, and the good seed are the children of the kingdom. The weeds are the children of the evil one. The enemy who sowed them is the devil. The harvest is the end of the age, and its reapers are the angels. Just as the weeds are collected and burned up with fire, so it will be at the end of the age. The Son of Man will send his angels and they will collect out of his kingdom all causes of sin and all evildoers. And then they will throw them into the furnace of fire where there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. Then the righteous will shine like the sun in the kingdom of their Father. And anyone who has ears, listen. Holy Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, O Christ. First of all, as always, that does leave me with a somewhat difficult text to preach. Fix his days off based on that's okay. But what he did do for me the last this time and the last time was give me this choir. <laughs> I want to say thank you. But it's always fun to have friends behind you. When we have the story, the wheat and the weeds, you've all heard this story. Landowner plants his, his, his seed. He has, soon he has purchased good seed. Then somebody comes in and throws something else out there. 
Ever had a weed grow in your garden? I don't have a garden anymore, so no. But when I was a kid, I lived in a house that had a big backyard. My mother liked to plant all sorts of flowers. I'm about to tell you why I'm not a good gardener, and Carol could confirm this. She's management, I'm only labor. But one of the things I did with my mother was I helped her weed. Now usually she was right there and I was right there, we're working the same garden, she kept an eye on it. That was good. One summer I went away to baseball camp, not baseball camp, I always say the wrong thing, Boy Scout camp. I had a wonderful week. Came back Saturday afternoon, very tired. My mother said to me, tomorrow you're going to have to get out and weed the garden, I didn't get to it this week. didn't tell me is she had planted some new things in the garden that I didn't recognize. So when I got out there to start working the next day, I started weeding. They weren't here a week ago. It came up easy because it had just been planted. <laughs> and I took them all out. I can't say in public the things my mother said, but she wasn't happy. But I did not know which was which. Ever had that problem? How many of you think dandelions are weeds? Be honest. They're in the wrong place. I know people who make great wine and wonderful salads out of dandelions. Weeds? Maybe. I can't tell you in that picture which one is a weed. And the artist didn't tell me. That's because I didn't meet the artist. But when we look at life, we don't know Weed, what's weed? Until plants mature, we see the differences. I'm told that the weed, the weed, weed we're talking about is a thing called darnel. And until it's fully mature, you can't tell the difference. You tell the difference in the head. It produces seeds that replant where the wheat produces grain. But you don't see that until you're ready to take them out. That was the lesson Jesus was teaching. When the instruction was, don't pull those weeds, he was saying, don't throw people out. Part of the problem is we don't know, to be honest, we don't know what's good or what's bad. How many of you have heard someone give a great speech, think this is a wonderful person, find out later he was embezzling from his organization? I once had to fire someone for that. 
Didn't know until I knew. How many of you join organizations that you think are doing wonderful things? Realize that they maybe aren't quite as good as you thought or hoped. And you didn't know until you got involved. You don't always see from the weeds, the good from the bad. It's starting to gear up. We're only a year and a half from the election, is that right? And it's starting to gear up. And which one will we hear and think is good? And which one will we wish would shut up? We won't know until we hear them. Until we get closer, will we? That's the way life is. Yet we continue to want to establish who's in and who's out. Who should come to our church and who shouldn't? And we get scared sometimes. Now I'll tell you a story about this church that for a nanosecond frightened a few people. Remember the Saturday afternoon services? I used to do those fairly often. And I was standing somewhere up here, and his service started. I come through the back door. Blue jeans kind of pulled up. Sweatshirt. He did take the hood off his, his hoodie down. He went there in the back corner. He kind of hunched down and sat down. He had a little backpack with him. And a couple, well, not identified, looked at him, pointed to me and pointed to him, said, they didn't know him, they didn't know what he was, should he be welcomed or should we keep an eye on him? How would you feel? He was a total stranger to everybody in the room. Well, we finished the service and I having caught the signals from the guys in the back, went and introduced myself to him. Wound up having a wonderful half-hour conversation with Bishop Gole of the Delaware, Maryland Synod of the UPLCA, who had been here for the Council of Bishops, and he didn't like the formal worship they did, so he would, every time he came to town, go somewhere else to go to church. That's Our first reaction was to be killed. If you read anything about the ELCA now, he's one of the top five bishops in the ELCA, getting things done in the city, getting things done in the church. And he came to our church. We should be proud. But we didn't know that when he walked in the door. Because we want to know who's coming in and who's going out. Now, I could talk for about six weeks about churches that are racially exclusive, exclusive by gender or sexual orientation. We know those issues. We try not to do them, but there are churches that do. 
the Baptists just excluded five large churches from their membership because they ordained women. And I'm glad the Lutherans are ahead of that one. But we do this sort of thing. We define ourselves and we exclude. The message here this morning is we shouldn't. The message is let them come in. Let them grow with us. Let us find out what we have when it's God's time to judge, not our time. That's a struggle wherever we are. If you've ever had to hire or fire somebody, you'd know that. It's a struggle because you're making a judgment that you're never 110% sure is right. So as the landowner said to his workers, don't pull them out till it's time. Wait till they're fully mature. Let me know. What God says to us is, don't pull them out till it's time. Let them grow. Don't judge their actions. Let them be. Love them. Keep them in the garden. That's fine. So as our garden grows, and I continue after 50 years to regret weeding my mother's garden, she's 60 now, uh, we should not weed our garden. No matter what we know or think about someone, we should let God hold on to them judge them, give them their opportunity. We should stand back, just be part of the family, do what we are called to do. We do that, we're gonna find the world a much better place. Thanks be to God. Amen. Amen.